everyone. Happy Saturday. This is Kaylee Cella with today's top news. With a gospel choir, black cellist and bishop, Oprah, Serena, and Idris Elba in the audience, and an African-American mother of the bride, Saturday's wedding of Prince Harry to American actress Meghan Markle was a blend of the solemn and the soulful. Guess who's coming to Windsor? The ceremony married the pomp and circumstance of Britain's most sacred institution with elements of black culture, drawing viewers not normally drawn to the spectacle of the monarchy. Joy Widgeon, who attended a house party in Burlington, New Jersey, with her six- and eight-year-old daughters in tow, said, quote, This was black history. African Americans were front and center at the royal wedding. This was the first time, and hopefully it won't be the last time. I am here for it. Race has loomed over the couple's relationship from the very beginning. After the pair went public in 2016, Harry lashed out in a public statement of what he described as racial undertones in media coverage and overt racism toward his then-girlfriend, who has lamented such views. At the announcement of their engagement last fall, many black women around the world cheered the news as a fairy tale that doesn't always include them. Markle, who is 36, became the first black member of the British royal family in modern history. Her mother, Doria Ragland, is black, and her father is white. The couple asked presiding bishop Michael Curry to participate in the ceremony. Elected the first African-American to his role in the Episcopal Church in 2015, Curry is based in Chicago. His theology, rooted in social justice, was on full display Saturday, as he invoked the words of the Reverend Martin Luther King in his lengthy address to the couple and audience. The bride personally called to invite 19-year-old cellist Sheku Kanat Mason, who is black, to play at the wedding after Prince Harry saw him perform at a London event supporting an Antiguan charity. The diverse Christian gospel group Kingdom Choir performed a stirring rendition of Benny King's Stand By Me. Church hats, a shared tradition in black and British culture, were a fashion highlight, and Markle's dress, designed by Givenchy, was reminiscent of the dress Princess Angela of Liechtenstein wore when she wed Prince Maximilian in their groundbreaking January 2000 ceremony. Sonia Brown, already a fan of the royals who watched Princess Diana's funeral as well as Prince William's wedding to Kate Middleton, initially planned to watch alone in her pajamas, but made a last-minute decision this week to watch with a girlfriend at her house in the West Philadelphia suburb of Winfield. Brown said, quote, In the time of the black girl magic moment we are currently living in, for this black girl from Los Angeles to be marrying into the royal family is a really dope and historic moment. So why not have that with someone and celebrate her magic? We've seen Harry but never like this. This is different. She is different. Just hours after the nation's latest school shooting, the debate began anew. Are American schools built in a way that makes them easy targets? Are there too many windows, too many entrances and exits, and too few security features? The questions expose yet another divide, with Second Amendment activists and some security experts calling for safer school designs and some gun control advocates saying it's a distracting side issue that avoids more meaningful action. The debate began after the 1999 mass shooting at Columbine High School in Colorado and gained more attention in the aftermath of the 2012 shooting at Sandy Hook Elementary School in Newton, Connecticut. On Friday, in the hours after a student shot and killed 10 people at a high school in Santa Fe, Texas, the state's lieutenant governor suggested again that it was time to examine school layouts. Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick said, quote, There are too many entrances and too many exits to our over 8,000 campuses in Texas, explaining that those points can't all be guarded. Gun rights activists led by the National Rifle Association have pushed for a hardening of schools, including training and arming educators and even keeping shrubbery and landscaping further away from school buildings so there are fewer blocked viewpoints. Older buildings were designed without today's worries of active shooters and terrorism. 
They have lots of nooks and crannies, isolated areas that are difficult to supervise, as well as old hardware on classroom doors and main offices that aren't located near the main entrance, said Kenneth Trump, president of the National School Safety and Security Services, a Cleveland-based consulting firm. When it comes to designing schools, educational considerations create some natural tension with security needs. Studying in places with lots of light, for example, is thought to improve learning. That was the philosophy behind one school constructed just last year with floor-to-ceiling windows, Trump said. But those are the same windows that could make students and staff easy targets for a gunman. He agrees that a large number of entrances can make a school vulnerable. More doors bring a greater risk that someone will prop one open or that mechanical issues will prevent a door from being closed or locked. It's also harder to monitor who is coming and going. And even if a front entrance is fortified with security systems, there are usually other ways in. Still, Trump said, no amount of architectural planning or design will replace mental health treatment, emergency drills and training, and the ability to identify potential school shooters ahead of time. For gun control advocates, it's galling to focus on structural issues. They see frequent school shootings as evidence of the nation's unwillingness to take other steps to stop gun violence. David Chipman, formerly of the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives, and now a senior policy advisor with the gun safety organization founded by former Representative Gabby Giffords, who was gravely wounded in a shooting in 2012, said, quote, I often find that the discussion of how to do it is really a smokescreen. How to do it isn't really the issue. It's do we want to do it, and are we willing to pay the money? After the 9-11 terror attacks, the United States took steps to secure government and public buildings, from airports to concert halls. It's now routine to go through a metal detector before entering. Yet those same steps aren't common in public schools, making them, he said, more dangerous than prisons. Saying, quote, There are some places that we've decided as a nation that we will not allow violence to ever occur. But school is not one of them, yet. According to authorities in Guyana and a retired pilot for Cuba's National Airline, the Mexican charter company whose plane crashed in Havana, killing 110 people, has been the subject of two serious complaints about its crew's performance over the last decade. The plane was barred from Guyanese airspace last year after authorities discovered that its crew had been allowing dangerous overloading of luggage on flights to Cuba, Guyanese Civil Aviation Director Captain Egbert Field told the Associated Press on Saturday. The plane and crew were being rented from Mexico City-based Damo Airlines by EasySky, a Honduras-based low-cost airline. Cuba's national carrier Cubana de Aviación was renting the Boeing 737 and crew in a similar arrangement known as a wet lease before the aircraft veered on takeoff to the eastern Cuban city of Holguin and crashed into a field just after noon on Friday. A Damo employee in Mexico City declined to comment, saying the company would be communicating only through written statements. Mexican authorities say Demo had permits needed to lease its aircraft and had passed a November 2017 verification of its maintenance program. Cuban Transportation Minister Adel Izquierdo Rodriguez said it was routine for Cuba to rent planes under a variety of arrangements because of what he describes as the country's inability to purchase its own aircrafts due to the U.S. trade embargo on the island. Cuba has been able to buy planes produced in other countries, including France and Ukraine, but has pulled many from service due to maintenance problems and other issues. Izquierdo said the Jets' black box voice recorder had been recovered. Eyewitness and private salon owner Rocio Martinez said she heard a strange noise and looked up to see the plane with a turbine on fire, saying, quote, It had an engine on fire in flames and it was falling toward the ground, adding that the plane veered into the field where it crashed, avoiding potential fatalities in a nearby residential area. The Trump administration acted Friday to bar taxpayer-funded family planning clinics from referring women for abortions, energizing its conservative political base ahead of crucial midterm elections while setting the stage for new legal battles. The Health and Human Services Department sent its proposal to rewrite the rules to the White House, setting in motion a regulatory process that could take months. 
scant on details, an administration overview of the plan said it would echo a Reagan-era rule by banning abortion referrals by federally funded clinics and forbidding them from being located in facilities that also provide abortions. Planned Parenthood, a principal provider of family planning, abortion services, and basic preventative care for women, said the plan appears designed to target the organization. Executive Vice President Don Legan said, quote, The end result would make it impossible for women to come to Planned Parenthood, who are counting on us every day. But presidential counselor Kellyanne Conway told Fox News that the administration is simply recognizing that, quote, abortion is not family planning. This is family planning money. The policy was derided as a gag rule by abortion rights supporters, a point challenged by the administration, which said counseling about abortion would be okay, but not referrals. It's likely to trigger lawsuits from opponents and certain to galvanize activists on both sides of the abortion debate going into November's congressional elections. I hate to leave you on that note, but that is all the news I have for you for today. Be sure to check back in with me tomorrow morning for the latest news. This is Kaylee Chella, checking out.